All right, everybody, welcome to the Crazy Pinfall Podcast. They say once is good, but twice is nice. He is now a staple of the YouTube channel, also one of the pillars of Fightful. It's Barry White of Fightful. What's up, Cowboy? <laughs> I'm doing good, brother. How are you? Um, We're recording this on a Tuesday right after Raw. Um, it's actually a few hours from the YouTube show. We're in Joel Pearl. Um, and we'll be releasing this on a Saturday. I'm actually, if people hear it, I'm outside of my house because it's 75 degrees in New England when it's usually 30 degrees. <laughs> How insane is that? Indian summer, brother. Uh, I'll take it all day, every day, man. <laughs> so what did you think about wrestling this week? Uh, it was a really good week of wrestling. I thought Raw was in pretty good shape. NXT was phenomenal last Wednesday. And SmackDown is really good. They're, they're gearing up to like a hardcore Survivor Series. Um, so what did you think of the week of WWE wrestling in general? Well, let's start with Raw last night. I, was, I wasn't impressed with Raw. I think the highlight was Ali versus Mus- uh, um, Ricochet. That was the best match of the night. It was really good. Other than that, I don't remember nothing. <laughs> the the whole thing with that match was insane. Um, the backstabber from the second rope was insane overall. It was spectacular. A seven twenty uh, ricochet did. Oh my god! You know. Also, you have McIntyre trying to go Orton to come in, and now we're going to have a rematch next week which is going to be real fun to watch. Hopefully it lives up to the hype because mm-hmm. uh, you don't get really championship matches on a regular televised show. I think the last one was Brock with Kofi. And I think that was the last major one. Uh, Does the feud end after next week? Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. It looks like they're building something with Drew and Sheamus. Yeah, and that might be long-term booking, though, at this point. But overall, I thought it was a pretty good week. I mean, you got Jay actually falling in line and now being on the SmackDown kind of thing. It, I'm curious to see if they put Brian in a position to win and go after Roman, but we'll see. I mean, it's been a one crazy thing after the other with these programs, and now – it's seeming that Raw is trying to catch up to SmackDown to be the second brand. I have a theory about the whole Roman and Jay situation. It's like Jay needed Roman's approval after he beat up Daniel Bryan two weeks ago. And I feel like Roman is going to have Jay beat up Jimmy as well if he really wants to be back in his good graces. I think that's going to be the case, too. I mean, Roman is the head of the table, so to speak. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, there's multiple say, uh, things I've been reading saying that there are three ways they could do this for Roman. They could give Cena again, have Cena do his retirement match against Roman. Um, they could have Goldberg. Hi, Warren. You're listening. <laughs> um I go against, you know, him because that was a match for Mania. Or they could have it where, depending on Rocky's schedule, have Rock do Mania. So, I mean, they have options. I would. Everybody's talking about Rock and Roman, so why not pull the trigger on that? 
It'll be the perfect time to do it at WrestleMania if Rock's up to it. And the way you could set it up is, is that The Rock comes in and wins the Rumble and Edge wins, you know, is the last participant at the Elimination Chamber, you know, set that up. You know, he'd be the last one going out. There would be no one else in there, kind of like what Shayna Baszler did. You know, everybody would clear out, but instead of Asuka tapping out in the chamber, it would be Edge winning it just to go after Randy if he's still champion at that point. I think Rock is so big that he doesn't need to win the Rumble to get that match. I think Roman's going to bait him into doing it. Roman's just going to go through the family and just beat down everybody and just take that leadership role. And I think Rock's just going to be like, nah, bro, that's me. And I think that history will be bigger than a, a Royal Rumble, a Royal Rumble victory for The Rock. I you know, but I think that's the one match he has not won at all. So that would put like the feather in the cap kind of thing. If they are gonna do, uh, you know, force Rock to do his farewell match, mm-hmm. kind of, this would be the perfect way of doing it, where he wins the one match he hasn't won yet. I don't think he's ever won the Royal Rumble. And there you go. He, you get talk. I don't think he has. I could be wrong. I think he did when, because I, I remember him eliminating the big show last. Yeah, like I said, I could be wrong. Knowing my luck, I'm always <laughs> wrong in something. But, I mean, we'll see what happens. I mean, you got a lot of stuff. You know, full gear was this week. You had a bunch of good stuff. It, for me, wrestling this week was interesting overall. I didn't get to watch Full Gear at all. It, You know, I didn't get to watch a lot of Impact because I've been dealing with this whole freaking damn back situation. Yeah. But um, overall, it seemed like a fun time. So how does it feel, and I've been dying to ask you this, to have your face finally on camera for the world to see? It's scary. <laughs> it's, I mean, like, like scrolling through YouTube and then seeing myself just randomly, it's pretty cool. You know, my friends like it. My family enjoys it. It's, it's taking me out of my comfort zone, and I'm getting used to it. <laughs> you got the bug, that's for sure. Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> well, the roundtable with you, Rob, and Hannah, it was really fun to do. Anakin popped in, Sean, Warren. Warren's rant for 30 minutes was fun. Hell yeah. <laughs> and then, like, the food one and stuff like that. What is being a part of the YouTube show more fun than doing these audio shows? I think they're equally fun for me. I like the one-on-one aspect when we do it. And I like being with the roundtable, hearing everybody else's opinions and seeing everybody. I, I like both equally. Did you uh, get all your Swifty gear off with Jeremy last week? <laughs> Man, listen, if I could say a highlight of 2020, being on a podcast with Jeremy is like definitely one of them. And I haven't had many highlights this year. That was a bucket list. He um, he stated that it was an, it was awesome. Not I'm paraphrasing this, but he seemed like he said it was awesome being able to talk to you on camera compared to talking to you through Twitter because he only his community only have conversely talked to you through it. And it was 
for me to see you light up like a Christmas tree was after everything we talked to on the first time on the podcast, on the audio stuff that it makes me happy to see a friend of mine that's gone through the same stuff I have feeling better about everything. I thought we weren't going to cry today. <laughs> we're not, we're being positive. I'm and that's tearing up, bro, Cause uh, like Jeremy's, he's a friend just like you are. Like, he's a friend, man. Like, and Ah, to hear him say that, like that means a lot. We always communicate on Twitter. He always tells me I make him laugh all the time, and you know it's hard to laugh myself after the few months I've had. But you know, people like him and you, man, like make all this feel special. Well, that's the best part. So the announcement that I have is is that DK will be part of the Survivor Series preview show for next Tuesday at eight o'clock show, which is going to be fun because. It'll be Rob Wilkins, Hannah Moore, the first ever roundtable on the podcast. We'll be back together again to give their picks for the first time ever on camera, all four of us, about Survivor Series and where we think it is. So we'll skip that part because we have that going on for next week. Mm -hmm. What do you think is going to end up happening for the rest of 2020 in wrestling itself? Oh, my God. That is Tough question, man. Whew, I, Roman's still going to be on top. That's for damn sure. Um, hopefully by the end of the year, him and, and Jay are doing some spectacular work just running through SmackDown. Miz holding the briefcase is... See, I don't know if I want him to cash it in on Randy or Drew or what's going on with the WWE title, but I still think him and Morrison are going to split, and they're going to fight over the briefcase. I need to see Morrison solo. I'm getting Alex Riley vibes from when he was with The Miz, and Morrison is a fucking star. I don't care what Randy said last night. Morrison is a star. I want to see him as WWE champion one day. I think and I think Sean has said this. I don't quote me on that. And uh, it would make more sense that Miz being as cocky as he is puts that up on as a opportunity just to prove that he is number one. And then he keeps calling out Drew, calling him a putz that he kept, he lost the title to Randy and, you know, Drew baits him about putting the briefcase up and Miz being a hothead does it. And that's how that briefcase gets used properly because you have Drew literally stalking whoever's the champion for the rest of the year, for the rest of the time before Money in the Bank comes up in uh, in April, uh, about April, or right? May or April. So it makes more sense to me that they would actually do that. Now, with 2020, I mean, with the announcement that there is a possible vaccine in the works, um, do you still think that there's a possibility we see fans more than a certain amount in now that COVID's starting to take it back up? Man, looks like the cases are spiking, bro. I'm not, I don't want to put nobody's lives in danger if they don't need to. If if they if they do the listen, WWE's protocols for COVID has sucked for their talent. So I don't want to trust them testing fans and fans getting sick and massive um um what do you call it? Not breakouts, but yeah, COVID breakouts happening because fans weren't taken care of properly. Take their time. I'm in no rush to see fans back in a big capacity yet. 
so this podcast show episode is probably going to be a little short because, you know, we usually do match memories at this point. And I've already made DK cry a little bit, and I don't want to. Tears, <laughs> man. Happy tears. But ever since you being on the show, you kept telling me about the impact of it. Um, what is your family's impact of you actually being on podcasts left and right? Like you just passed seven thousand Twitter followers. That is another three thousand. You get that blue check mark. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> I, I wish. I'm I'm five hundred away from eight thousand. That's something I never even thought about. I didn't even. I joined Twitter just because I was bored. I didn't know what it was. I didn't know what to do, who to follow, and it's been two years, and I've met some great people that I consider friends and family. And my family, like my dad like seeing me on podcast when when I sent him the link and he was so excited. He goes, send this to your uncle, send this to your aunt, send this to your cousin. Like make sure everybody sees that. Like my dad's proud. My mom, she definitely would be proud. She would probably poke her head in and so she could be famous too. And um everyone's excited. I'm excited. I, I want to see how far this goes. Well I am proud to announce that in twenty twenty one the Wicked Crazy Pinfalls podcast channel is expanding, and it is about to announce that DK will have his own show eventually in 2021. I hope people are like, yay! <laughs> <laughs> um, that will happen because I will be giving out the codes and stuff like that to certain people that I trust, and I know there'll be moments where, you know, the... Like, for me doing the match memories, it's going to be difficult. You being there, Rob doing it and hosting, Rob's going to have all the access codes for that stuff, which is fairly easy to do. Like, I'll I'll setting up the, I'll be on the website doing everything, but what I mean access codes is that I'll be sitting back um, in the studio and you'll be on the screen doing the show. So I can produce the shows and you could do anything you want. Um I'm proud of you that you've used this platform in order to make a positive because like Jeremy said, and a lot of other people said it, it's interesting to have people come up to you and say what you say makes a difference. So, I mean, just thanking you for giving the opportunity because like I said, and it's been on this podcast and it's been on the audio on the YouTube channel that I wanted you to be on the show and I was adamant about it. So I'm grateful for I that. I think you mentioned that even before my mom passed away that you wanted to have me on because you, you had already known she had been sick and going through, you know, doctor visits and her heart issues and everything. Yeah. So, I mean, it made more sense to have somebody that understands my pain compared to it and go see how things are with somebody deteriorating and understanding the poss- why it all happens. Um, just from a friend's standpoint, Every time you and me are in the same area, we can't stop laughing. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, it, it's it's a testament to your character on how much you bring positive. I mean, 7,000, almost 8,000 Twitter followers, you impact people's lives. I'm not even sniffing a thousand, dude. <laughs> <laughs> but, I am, but the YouTube channel is getting closer to two. Um, and then DK sh- uh, stuff is going to 
progressively go into his and he's going to, I'm going to help him try to create a YouTube channel that, you know, makes his personality his, uh, my hope to span out the, the channel itself is to give people opportunities to do what they want. Well, will it be, uh, be part of the weekly show? Well, the weekly show is uh, for the show itself for the podcast is different. This is going to be like what, you know, um, Wrestle Two is for Wrestle Talk, where it's you know it's a separate entity, but it's underneath the same area. And helping somebody like you will make me happy because I have a radio and an audio background from college, and it's just sitting by the side. So me doing stuff like that, where I, we can test it out and see if I'm just sitting there in the studio and adding people, and I'm not even hosting, and you're just sitting there that would be fun to do because it gives you the opportunity to, instead of being a guest or being something, you can be entertaining like you are, but you could be in the forefront Mm -hmm. of everything. So I hope everybody's excited for that, that I will help set up a channel and produce it. And it'll be for, you know, wild boy. It'll be called probably wilding out with wild boy or wilding at wilding times, wild times with wild boy or something. We'll, we'll figure it out in 2021. <laughs> Listen, not everybody but, loves me on Twitter. So I hope, I hope people get excited to hear my voice every week. They get to see that pop in, pop out that popcorn. I got to Listen, when I get some extra money, I will be upgrading my laptop. Cause that's really, it's like my <laughs> shtick now. <laughs> We got Barry White, we've got the Godfather, we've got a queen, and now and we have a popcorn. <laughs> I'm working on it, bro. <laughs> so what do you think uh, overall is the, the impact of you being on camera has with other people? Has anybody on Twitter has said that you know your story has impacted their lives or anything like I've that? I've had a few people um, send me messages saying, especially about our, our first podcast we did talking about our moms, I had a guy who he didn't want to tell everybody on Twitter, but you know, his mom had passed away fairly like right after we recorded that. And he just sent me a message and he was like, man, you know, my mom passed and listening to you guys, it it helped me. I didn't, you know, she died unexpectedly and, you know, so did my mom and, you know, just to have a communication with a guy I didn't really talk to that much. We just, you know, liked each other's tweets, but for him to, to DM me and confide in me, you know, that meant a lot. Like, that's impact. Like, it was, that podcast we did was special. And it, it literally, for this podcast, is still to date, even though this has been going on for about almost nine to ten episodes, the highest number of podcasts so far. It has reached to almost near 90 listens on all podcast platforms so from the bottom of my heart i want to thank everybody from that and that's why i asked that question because certain stories like mine and his impact everybody's lives um this is the episode that kicks off the tribute show for my mom and hopefully if you agree within the next time frame we'll do one for you of course um my mom would have been proud to meet you because of your character. Um, she was very high on people's personalities rather than mm. their look. 
Um, we've had some interesting people come around through time through her house. Um, my buddy Mark, me and him are like little kids when we're together. It, it It's one of those things like you'll have that friend and you know who you're ta- I'm talking about that literally will go into your fridge, sit down, have a beer with your mom, have food only listed for him. And in a note, they're saying, Pat, throw it. She, well, my name's first name's Pat, but Pat, if you touch it, my son, you get a frying pan to the head. My mom was five foot two. I'm six yeah. feet tall. With that inch, a couple inches with that frying pan, that hits my head, either my head or my shoulder. So one time, Roddy, that's my buddy's name. We call him by his last name. He ticked off my sister. And so to the point where he was holding a bowel movement for a half hour. Now, you know, if you hold it that long, it permeates in your stomach and sits there Mm -hmm. for a while. He went in there, destroyed the bathroom completely, just flushed it and went back in there again, did it again, and then just left it there just to make a point. And he's like, we're leaving. I get a phone call for my mom on his cell phone saying, put me on the phone with Mark. And you know, when you're in trouble when my mom is your first name and let's just say this much, there was no food for him, no beer for him for about a month. (laughs) He, and the reason why I'm bringing him up is that with the services, he, my mom loves him so much that when I was going to get married, to my ex-wife, he, she made a point that he had to be mm-hmm. the best man. And the reason why she made that point, that frying pan was twirling. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that like, if you lived around here, D, it, DK, you would probably been there. You'd probably been at the wedding. You'd probably been all that stuff. And it would have been fun because it would be the three of us little kids running around being like laughing at each yeah. other acting stupid. But it's interesting to see, like, progressions of everything. Um, I was talking to a friend of mine about how my mom used to make all this stuff around this time of year, you know, potato stuffing and stuff. This is tacking on, by the way. Go check out that food and wrestling show. It is the brainchild of this man and two other people. (laughs) The only time I ran to my fridge right afterwards is Yeah, me too. (laughs) (laughs) but um it literally is one of those things that was fun to do and my mom would make potato stuffing she would do all the cooking and stuff with this year my family said that they're not doing thanksgiving with covid because they're all in the medical field so it's like it's interesting with Thanksgiving being two weeks away that I'm possibly going to be having Thanksgiving with my sister, mm-hmm. which was the plan. But I might be doing it, you know, doing something on the channel just so I don't feel alone. I understand that, bro. And this what it might happen is, is that I might text you and be like, hey, let's go do this. <laughs> let's go sit down and watch football and just watch along football. Right. (laughs) So what would you be doing this time of year considering with Thanksgiving and stuff? We're going to talk food for a little bit because I'm hungry. My mom was the queen of the kitchen. Every Thanksgiving she, she throw down 
she started prepping food probably like this week. Her thing was making my grandma's sweet potato pie recipe. And, oh, my God, my mom, like, see, that's what I'm going to miss, her having pies laid out everywhere. She'd make, like, eight pies, and, like, that was her go-to. She wasn't making nothing else before she made her pies first. And she'd do her, her dressing, mac and cheese, a turkey. She started to switch it up and started making ribs every year. Her potato salad is something nobody on the planet can recreate, not even me. And that part kills me thinking about I'll never have her potato salad again. It was it was different. It wasn't like everybody else. So she would mash the potatoes and put her, her ingredients in it, and it was different, and it was unique. And I was telling my aunt not too long ago, I was like, I can't even remember what was in it. I've been eating it for 30 for 32 years, we had Thanksgiving together, and I can't That's like my mom's stuff. I can't even remember how to make the thing. My sister by scratch. I'm like, oh, thank God. Yeah, like my mom never wrote down a recipe for it. It was just in the back of her head. Like she knew it, like her name. It was my great-grandmother's recipe, and nobody made it like my mom, bro. Like, And it would go good with baked beans and your mac and cheese. It was just that combination is what I'm definitely going to miss. And I don't, I'm not celebrating Thanksgiving this year or Christmas because it's too hard. Like, those were our holidays together after my grandma passed in 2015. This was my mom and myself's day. We didn't have family come over. If people came over, cool, but we didn't invite nobody. It is what it is. You come, you don't. But it would just be me and my mom, bro. And watching football and talking and eating and she let me know hey Dwayne's food's ready and you know that that's gone <laughs> I'm stumbling and a little bit of trash talking here and there yeah of course man <laughs> <laughs> like that's I'm gonna miss that it's not gonna be the same it's gonna be an emotional day I don't even know if I'm gonna cook I might make a sandwich I don't know but you know the small things like that uh, not being here is not making me in a holiday spirit at all. Well, for me, for the last year for the holidays was the first year um, that me and my sister didn't do anything. Um, Crystal's family invited us over, which was great. You know, go check out their Facebook page. I know I'm going to promote this in the middle of it. Sister Customs Designs, they do really good stuff. I've actually... Believe it or not, man, I'm going to have them make a hoodie for me with nice. the logo in the back. So go check them out. And, you know, Anakin bought something from them, which is great. And go check it out. But um, her family invited us over Christmas. We, my family does it two separately because of them being paramedics. They do it afterwards and stuff. Christmas is the same thing. It was just, you know, we went me and my sister didn't put up a tree, so I get it. So this year is going to be hard for you, but you're not alone, so you will be getting messages. Be like, hey, you want to do something? Merry Christmas. Christmas is going <laughs> to Christmas is gonna blow, man. Like That was her favorite holiday because she knew I had her spoiled. She, I don't know if I told you, but I was going through text messages to my phone from my mom, and she sent me one last year saying, you know, whatever guy I date, he's got to compete with you because you treat me like a queen. You you, you treat me. <laughs> She's like, you got me spoiled. I'm like, 
that's how it's supposed to be, Mom. You spoiled me my whole life. I got money. It's time for me to give back and show you how much I love you. And I'd have gifts everywhere for my mom. And she'd be like a little kid. Oh, my God. She'd be shaking a box. What is this? What is this? Like, Mom, relax. You're 50 years old. Like, <laughs> like that, that, those were her moments that she lived for were holidays because she knew I took care of her. And I'm not putting no Christmas tree up. I'm not putting no lights up. It's just going to be another day. For me, what it was is that with having a goddaughter, that kind of was the saving grace, too. And having somebody that I absolutely cared about with her kids, it made it a little bit better. The reaction afterwards for Christmas was something I didn't expect. Um, And I'll talk about that more with the holidays coming up because I think talking about an impact of one gift because it's never happened to me. And the emotion that comes out of it has changed. Like, I, I've done that to my mom. I bought a necklace with her with the little etching of me and my sister in it. I've bought her a autographed book from her favorite author because my aunt works for Barnes & Noble. So, I mean, it, there's certain things you do over the years that your parents are like, holy crap, I didn't realize they, they, they had that far of a reach. And you're like, yeah, I got that freaking reach. <laughs> But to change it on a positive note, because no, I don't want to talk about our parents because we'll all get tired and I could talk about my mom all day, bro. (laughs) I could talk about her all day long, man. I can't too, but I want to be positive considering the fact that I have a show in two hours. (laughs) (laughs) And I don't want to go in there with Joel, with Pearl, which Joel is a big guy, big impact now. The guy's a big time player with, um, how do you think with all these changes in the community, the good segue to uh, change something um, like Joel and Denise and stuff there and Tim from, you know, with him, uh, they're all doing their thing. I mean, Joel is a contributor to PW and limit with Tim. I mean, Denise is the untouchable person. Like I said, in, if I'm praying she listens at least once to this in 2021, I'm hoping to have you on. It'd be an honor with you and Sean and Jeremy. I, and I'll have DK on because of the fact that all three of you can talk about Taylor Swift and me and Sean can talk about sports. I'll be talking sports too. I don't, I don't, I ain't got that much love for her like Denise and Jeremy do, but I'll be talking sports with y'all. But it would be one of those things. Um, I do you like the fact that a lot of things have changed in the community within the past almost year, year and a half? Um, or do you, would you prefer to just change gradually and have a little less amount Everybody of got to evolve. Everything's got to change. With Denise, I, I was a fan of hers when she was doing a, a podcast with X-Pac. And to see her growth and, you know, come to FIFO and – do all this stuff for Wrestling Observer and Wrestle Talk. Like, she's amazing, man. She's funny. She's cool as hell. Like, she deserves all the recognition that she's getting. And her growth for 2020 is going to be something that's going to shock everybody. Chick's amazing. That 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 costume from the <laughs> Halloween thing was interesting. But, um, her not knowing who Marky Mark was literally just a, Mm -hmm. yeah, (laughs) that's not a good (laughs) vibration right there. 
<laughs> um, Joel deserves it. Tim, you know, his partner does it. I mean, they work hard. You know, they. do you think that – actually, here's a better question. What's next for Wild Boy going into 2021 other than you producing your um, own show? New endeavors, new, new me as a whole. Um, I'm working on this weight loss and trying to eat better and get my health right. Um, I don't, I don't want to be in the same situation as my mother. We both shared the same heart doctor and, you know, I got blessed to have a clean bill of health from him, but you know, my weight is an issue. So that's definitely something I have to work on for myself, not even just for 2021, but for my future going forward for the rest of my life. Um, I'm starting to fall out of love with being a chef. I don't think I want to cook anymore. If I'm not an executive chef or a sous chef, I don't see myself going back as a line cook for 2021. I think I want to go to school for journalism and sports broadcasting is something I've been looking into. Oh, oh, look who got him the bug. Yeah. I no, listen, like <laughs> when I when I had three wishes as a and when I was in high school, I wanted to be an actor, a journalist, and a wrestler. And I haven't did none of them. <laughs> uh, you got you connected one of them. You're not a wrestler, but you're you know an analyst yeah. on a wrestling. Yeah, podcast. hell yeah, it counts. I think that's that's my next journey, man. I wanna <laughs> I wanna do something different. I've been a chef for. 11 years now and I want to do something different man I want to experience new things I want to get out I want to travel I want to live life man and that's what I put on my mom's headstone was live laugh man like I gotta live my life man I gotta move forward and become a new me well me helping you opening the floodgates because you know all these ladies are coming after you because you're ha, very light, fightful I mean come on now <laughs> <laughs> but uh honestly me helping you in any way will make my day um for me 2021 like i said the one goal with having that round table would be perfect way to end it um the two-year anniversary of my mom passing is coming up my birthday which is going to be huge because that's number 40 the old pa- there's a used to be there's a paper around here called the Lil Sun and they used to put people's pictures out there and say Lordy Lordy Lucus <laughs> Forty. Well, trust me, I'm gonna rephrase that and it's gonna have some swears on the show because When's my birthday is on a Saturday. But uh, okay, February twenty seventh. So the fun part about it is is that Anakin JMT, hey Joel, has said on here that he will bake a cake and send it to us. So now what do you think of all these things coming out of nowhere where people are sending stuff? Like Ron is a great guy. He sent like Indian sweets. They're still on my counter. Yeah, my still sister's been gnawing at them. And he sent me a back massager when I told him about the back and pills, like helping pills. So I'm like, and they're not blue chew and I won't take blue chew. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> not until I'm 60. But anyways, um, it, it, it the community in a whole is great. And then I think with you having, helping you with, you're trying to get a channel up and running and, 
you know, having the ability to do that stuff and being a part of the channel itself as a whole is great. Um, I know I surprised you with that, but I would, it's just something I want to do. I want to go in front of the camera and do the audio stuff like this, but I also want to be behind the camera and produce stuff. And to me, because I used to have an internet radio show, I used to love mixing music. I used to love producing the show beforehand, like three hours beforehand. I'd be sitting there with the headset. I'd be that annoying friend you'd have literally being like sitting there, bouncing his head, making sure, changing the song on there, making sure they line up right on the program and stuff like that, go back and forth and all that stuff. And you see my head and you're like, <laughs> does he have Tourette's yeah. or, he, or something, you know, be like, what's wrong with them? And I would be sitting there listening to the show. Now, years later, now I'm doing the audio podcast and I'm doing the visual, uh, the YouTube show. It's hard for me to watch that stuff or listen to it because now I can critique it to a point where it's like, yeah, no, that that doesn't sound. no." And as I'm getting older and older now, it's like I'm leaning back and I'm like, well, you know, it's out there. It's just so long as it's fun. That's all that matters. So I want that for you where it's like if you do you decide to go back to do journalism and stuff like that, I want you to be able to have that outlet where you could just be creative. And even if I don't have control of the channel, I want to be able to build it with you. In order, like like a good example, Sean gave me the opportunity to use StreamYard. Warren said I should use OBS for certain things. Um Rob said me, uh, that I should have people who could bring more of my personality out. That's the, I'm trying to do what I say at every end of show. I'm trying to pay it forward to somebody who did absolutely can go with the ball and run with it. And Jeremy even said it best in that food one that you, you know, Anakin and Rob have these big personalities where it needs to shine and show the world that, these guys are amazing people and they deserve the spotlight. Oh, it's so beautiful. <laughs> but I mean that and that's why going back to wrestling this week is just it's about family. Now Jimmy, Jay, and Roman are family. You, me, Rob, and the community were all right. our own version of our own family. One falls, the other one mm-hmm. picks it up. It's the same thing. Um, what do you think of how wrestling is with like the family dynamic? Do you see like kids coming back? Obviously with COVID, but do you see like more kids being like in the Thunderdome or them gearing more towards certain things? I mean, the P- it seems like WWE is trying to push away from the PG era a little bit, and it seems like AEW is going full teen dem- demographic so what do you think of those nice changes to see, you know i like to see a little bit of blood in my matches and aew definitely gives you that but um you know like that hell in a cell match like oh i was just missing a little bit of blood just a little just a little bit of just a little drip you know if wwe pushes the limit a little bit further but they got to give me a better product, too. I don't want to be watching Raw and be bored and be sleepy. Last night, I was so sleepy and couldn't wait till it went off. Like, I don't I don't want that out of my wrestling that I'm watching. I want to be intrigued. 
if you're going to give me three hours of programming, damn, make it interesting. Make me want to make me be upset yeah. that it went on commercial in a, in a good way. Like, damn, it went to commercial. I, I, I'm invested in it. I wasn't invested in Raw last night until Ali and Ricochet. Like, that's how it's supposed to be the whole three hours. WWE, they got a long way to go from getting all their old fans back and ratings up. Like, they got a lot of steps to do. Well, for me, I like Raw in some aspects. I like Alexa doing what she does, you know. Nikki trying to be like, come on, come back, come back. And, you know, Alexa doesn't want to go back. She wants to do her thing, which is great. I think she's next in line for Asuka. Um, but it looks like WWE is going with Reckoning from, you know, Retribution, so which is Mia Yim. Um, it, it's going to be fun to see everything else. Like I said, this episode is probably going to be short because, you know, other than the show tonight, you know, we've done an amazing job talking about our moms and everybody wants more insight on that. But the, a lot of times around these days with the holidays and stuff, it's a lot difficult to talk about your family and, and the aspects of it without breaking down. And it's all about being positive as cliche. It is the power of positivity from the new day um, because you don't want to have that broken piece of it now this year for us living here it's the first year without you know my mom seeing the house and stuff and it's not in the first year we're not in that house so it's it, it it's still difficult and having this memorial week with you you know hannah rob on tuesday um for the Tuesday Survivor Series show, you and Rob doing the match memories with me, it means a lot more than anything because at the end of the day, it takes your friends to get you through the wars, but it takes them helping you through the little battles. So me hitting you up during the holidays right. is basically doing the same thing. So all I'm going to say is because we'll wrap the show, the podcast a little early this week. Do a good deed, pay it forward, be kind to your family, be kind to your mom, your parents and yep. stuff, because you don't know what's ever going to happen. Um, DK, follow me they can on find Twitter. You. Help me get to 8,000 followers, guys, at It's Wild Boy. Also, you can find him on YouTube.com forward slash throwback27. You'll be there Tuesday and Thursday next week with the match memories. Hopefully, you're I'm excited to, to talk about Hell in the Cell. Rewatching that probably Saturday. I can remember as you know, <laughs> clear as day. So um, I don't have to watch it because that literally is in my head, constantly replaying for reasons. Um, the show, the YouTube channel is almost two followers away from 200. Um, go check out, you know, Tim and Joel in the ring. Um, they are doing great stuff. Fightful is always doing amazing stuff. Jeremy and the distraction, Sean with all the review shows and all the stuff and the news breaking on the Fightful selects. Um, you know, I was on with metal Mike do it calling in the ring. 
uh, go check out that podcast. It was awesome to be on. Um, Wrestling Plug Inc. You know, John does amazing stuff, and it was great a few weeks a few weeks ago to go back on them. And I'm helping to get John on for one of the roundtables eventually with you, and you know, talk about you know other things. You know, Michigan against Irish football. So that'll be fun to listen to. But um, I appreciate it, my friend, everything you do, and just you too, have bro. a good Thank you for season, everything, bro. Thank you, know? you for giving me this platform and the opportunity, bro. I'll never forget it. Yeah, and you'll see his uh, beautiful face coming forward in 2021 more. You'll see him next week twice. Hell, he might even pop up tonight if he feels froggy enough to do it. But... At the end of the day, you know, do a good deed, pay it forward, be around your family around this holiday season. Um, there will be a show next week, obviously, and I have to. I'll figure out who the guests will be, but it won't be this short. But it something like this with me and DK. As much as people want to hear more in depth about it around the holidays, it's a little hard to do. But I figured, why not have the one person on to kick off? you know, my tribute week to my mom and the one person who can understand me the most. So I appreciate you. I appreciate you, my friend. And anytime you need anything, you know where I am. (laughs) All right, guys, do a good deed, pay it for it. You know, wild out, wild boy, part two, it's done. So I'll have a little bit of Barry White and Taylor Swift (laughs) on this, on this thing for you, my friend. Have a good one, guys. And I'll see you guys next week.